You are listening to the Overtime Hockey Podcast Network and Goldie's Podcast, along with Sean Goldsworthy, Tom Streeter, maybe uh, Coach uh, John Clares might stick his nose in here for this upcoming podcast and really uh, have a, a topic of importance for all of the hockey world that uh, Coach Sean Goldsworthy has been a part of as a Section 2 director uh, for his group. And, and the project is called Increase Mental Health Awareness. And it's something that's uh, been generated uh, from the top down with the uh, Coaches Association uh, at the high school hockey level. And uh, Sean, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk about this important cause and what's happening. So can you first tell us exactly um, how this all evolved and, and, and what it encompasses? Yeah, you know, this started uh, about a year and a half ago. We were really trying to put it into place into 2021. Um, you know, the, the section coaches on the state high school committee, uh, led by Mike McMillan and a bunch of us, really started seeing the need of uh, kids that were going through some uh, difficult times. Uh, also, how to, you know, signs and symptoms, but also the next step is how, how to implement and put things into action. Uh, obviously, most of us are in... in uh, trained in a lot of other areas, but this was a big void. And uh, and then we had a, a good coaching mutual friend and, and a guy named Mark Wick, who's been around for many years, former head coach at St. Scholastica, um, has openly discussed his, his his battle with depression over the last two or three years and, and come out on the good side. And Mark does a great job of educating coaches and players across the state. Uh, but we wanted to have a little bit more uh, depth to this. We wanted to make it a little bit more community-based. So we uh, generate this idea to uh, kind of do a, an awareness from increasing mental health uh, in each community. Uh, everybody provide a home game, raise some funds, and then uh, put some dollars behind either educating coaches, players, or even putting it behind students at the specific high schools to get some help. So the fundraising efforts, uh, are they a year-round or a sporadic thing? How do you guys go about that from team to team? You know, for, for year one, we really felt like we needed to have it stick in your own community. So we kind of gave everybody the uh, kind of the responsibilities and the directive to do that. So, for instance, in my situation, Minnetonka High School, we have a uh, counseling uh, center called Relate Counseling just here. Uh, it's about, you know, half a mile off of campus. And uh, and they actually provide uh, on-site uh, full-time person. Uh, in the building. So uh, that's for all the students. So we thought, hey, that's the easy one. It's with a, a group called Relate Counseling. Uh, what we're going to do is raise money. Uh, I was able to find an alum uh, uh, that, that's, that's played here and, and let's just say still playing at the highest level that was willing to step up and match all dollars. Wow. Yeah. So, we're, you know, we're going we're gonna to really blow it out on Saturday with uh, two girls in the home, home girls games, JV and varsity, followed by two games with us. Bring in those other communities, one being Blaine, one being Hopkins, uh, and try to raise a, a good number and then double it. And then what we're going to do is provide any student at Minnetonka High School that needs help and any student that might be unable to pay for it, uh, we're going we're gonna to drive that and make it happen. So there's really a two-pronged approach here. There's the funds to have these type of resources available for help and, and for recognition, those types of things. But then there's also um, the awareness uh, that this is available, where to go, what to do, and how to help. Yeah, you know, as, as one of the section coaches in the high school league, you know, we talk quite a bit. And, you know, we're trained in a lot of areas, hockey-wise, and even, you know, some guys are in educators and teaching. And, you know, I'm heavily trained in, like, CPR and, and, and uh, you know, uh, all types of life-saving situations. But, but we're not trained in this yet. 
we're talking and we're saying we're seeing this the most frequent. And we don't know what to do. So we need help. And we're driving this. We're sick and uh, we're, we're sick of seeing it and not being able to do anything about it on the front end. This is not a reactionary thing. This is a prevention thing. This is something you got to be out in front of because if not, there's a lot of regrets. So we're trying to get in front of this. We're trying to educate ourselves, which I think is an awesome uh, directive from the coaches. But then also we're trying to put some dollars behind it Mm -hmm. because to really get quality treatment, it might be inpatient. It might be outpatient. Um, But these kids, it's never been harder to be 16, and it's never been harder to teach a coach. So let's put some effort behind it and and, uh, be on the front end. So that answered my upcoming question actually was the differences between yesterday and today in this regard and then when you couple in um, the psychological effects of lockdowns and all the things and I'm not trying to hammer on that too hard but you know that has definitely played a toll on being 16 as well because these 16 year olds with all of the challenges they have have had even more of a tougher deck spun their way yeah I think so you know we we talk about coaches are on a frequent basis, that it's never been harder to teach or coach this year, um, but it's really? also yeah, but it's also been never been harder to teach or coach, or, or be a kid, at this point this year. Um, you know this downtime, screen time, distractions. Uh, there's a lot of alone time, and when you come with alone time, you get a lot of doubts, you get a lot of thoughts. Um, when you're alone, you don't get a lot of mentorship. Uh, we need to connect. Connectedness is the answer. We need kids to stay and share with each other. But then they also need some leadership that isn't afraid to talk about it and isn't afraid to take ownership on it. Uh, It's hard. It's scary. And when it's scary, uh, that's where you need help. And we need to come together on this because it's not going away. It's Mm -hmm. it's just not. And I think a lot of us are kind of fed up of being helpless. <clears throat> and it's scary. Love it. I love that. Yeah, so uh, we have motivation. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the initiative. And we have some really guys stepping forward. I tell you what, Mark Wick is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we coached in college together for many, many years and spent a lot of times out recruiting together and, and watching, you know, different areas of the country and watching, you know, junior camps and high school games together. But, you know, Mark went through a really tough time. And, and I can honestly say I went through a tough time at the end of my, my, my run at St. Olaf. So, uh, you know, these aren't easy times to be a, just in general a person. And we need to stop being alone and start connected again and sharing each other and, and really using the resources that we have, which is each other. And then we can solve a lot of these things on the front end. You know, do you guys, uh, you and Tom, you're in the room a lot with these players and – you know, are there signs that you see? And if so, do you get yourself in a position where it's like, is that one? Do I say something? You know, because you don't want to offend. You know, I mean, it's a tricky thing. And along with that, with, with what we were talking about, do you, do you think there can be an even better way to educate the coaches deeper into getting involved? And then from the coach perspective, how much do you think they want to do that? They should, but, yeah, you know. Well, there's a scare factor that, you know, like, let's be honest, uh, there's a political correctness out there and, yep. you know, the cancel culture is, is well-versed. So, you know, just put yourself out there as a coach or a teacher, um, you're exposing yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's scary to think you might say the wrong thing at the wrong time or, or, or put a kid in a bad spot. Um, but let's be honest, you think you might know uh, there might be a profile of a certain kid that's hurting 
uh, we're probably wrong. The, the, the information that's been shared with me is I'm probably wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might think you know, but you don't. And, the, and sometimes it is the, the kid that shows no signs or symptoms. And uh, every community has gone through their own example of that and I think can, can certainly but, uh, you know, stamp that, that quote on. But uh, I, I really believe um, big picture, um, a lot of our coaches want to take and help here. Uh, most of the coaches that are stepping forward at this level truly love kids. They want to help kids. Um, you know, no one's going to the NHL to coach. No one's doing that. They're all here to help kids. And and part of it is just finding the right resources. And for the, the big question for a lot of us was, can we use these money? Can we use these resources to train our, our staff? Yeah. And that's where Mark Wick comes in. He comes in yeah. and he did some Zoom conferences last year where we actually met, uh, you know, in, in, in virtually – uh, now he's starting to get out and move around and come to communities and teach your staff. You know, so a program like us, like, you know, if we're going to teach CPR to our eight guys on staff, why are we not teaching this? So I think that's important, uh, but it does cost money. Uh, there's travel. you got to mm-hmm. put some things behind it. And then more importantly, I just think we got to get through the stigma of kids not being scared to have the conversation, whether with a coach, a trusted adult, or even their teammates. And then now more likely they're we're willing to share and trust each other mm-hmm. and, and go through it. And then and then the final step is to have a resource like we do with Relate Counseling where it's immediate. You know, it, it, we can put things into action. If something happened at 8 a.m., we can have action points by 10 a.m., by hour two or three in the day. Right in house. Be, yeah, before yeah. lunch hits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, let's let's create a path and an avenue where we can you know put things in an action plan together and not worry about weeks but more hours or days mm-hmm. and i think that's where we can kind of get on it early and uh and then not be afraid to ask like i think a lot of coaches that's our biggest fear is you bring it up uh you either feel like you intimidate the kid or scare the kid, and then the worst case scenario, you get some backlash from potentially parents saying, "Hey, what are you doing? How dare you? How, uh, you shouldn't be talking about that with my exactly. son." Hey, I get it, but we care. Exactly. And and then to me, that's where we start discussing: Do we really want to be reactionary about this, or do we want to be on the front end and proactive? And for me, I've been through this now for 25 years. I can look back at when I did it wrong, when I've done it right, mm-hmm. and when I've solved things, and. I would rather err being on the front end than err and being on the back end and, and, and avoid those regrets because that's when, as parents, were there. And that's the message we're telling our community right now on raising these funds is, listen, we've all been there. We've all seen these things happen. And how many times do we have regrets of what we could have done? What could have we done? Well, what can we do right now is we can put some things together, create a resource, and then promote it. Yeah. That's what we can do right now for the next situation. So let's not sit on our hands. Let's not create regrets. Let's get on the front end of this. Let's promote it. And we are strongly pushing this really hard on all our parents and all, all players at high school here. And hopefully our kids will push the message in our school. And then now it has a little bit of depth to it. Great leadership for sure. Um, if I come to the rink tomorrow, what can I expect yeah. Uh, what what's what can I do as a skipper fan, as a high school hockey fan? Any one of those four teams that are coming, what what can you expect, Tom? Tomorrow you can expect that uh, we've got a great group of parent volunteers that are going to be in the lobby, that are going to help promote uh, what we're trying to you know assist our community with, and this is a community wide endeavor, um, and it's great to have the Blaine community coming in and then the Hopkins community with Coach Vetch. Um, Coach Fetch is an outstanding you know, man, as you know, 
uh, really cares about his, uh, his players and his community. And we're going to have some announcements during the course of the game, just again to keep uh, this in the forefront of our fans that are in, uh, in attendance. Uh, we've got some other uh, nice activities that's kind of coincided with our Minnetonka Hockey Day. Um, so again, as Goldie said, it's, it's all about starting the educational process and not be afraid to uh, at least tr um, get in front of our students and get in front of our families uh, and start to promote that, hey, we do care and, and we're going to help you out. So on a, a methodology, you're going to walk in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a table. Okay. There's going to be a bunch of T-shirts if you Excellent. want one. Excellent. We're already bought and paid for. All right. Uh, it's a white T-shirt. You saw the logo. It's called Increasing Mental Health. It's got a picture of Annette. Pat cool. O'Leary and his contact developed the logo from Wyzetta. So they, I mean, we're using this statewide. I think one of Pat's mm -hmm. buddies. So, you know, he stepped forward and, and got his uh, good buddy that did it. And, the, and then so we're using this logo. We're going for it. And then we have a QR code. So this is where technology is awesome. There's no cash. Nobody carries cash anymore. We got a QR code. You scan your phone, you get out your Venmo, you, you throw Excellent. down, you can donate uh, in increments of 25, 50, 100 bucks. You can donate up Beautiful. to $1,000 if you want to. You can donate $5 if you want to. It goes into one area through our high school. We get that lump sum. We'll present it to Relate Counseling, and then we're going to match it. And then from there on out, any kid that walks into the counseling center at Minnetonka High School that uh, needs any assistance, we're in position. Any coach, any teacher, that wants to get trained can use this resource too. It doesn't have to be out of wow. pocket. So suddenly now we're starting to solve problems. We're not we're, we're not generating anything from us, and we really feel like uh, our just our two programs are going to hit you know a number of about two or three thousand dollars. So uh, we're our mark right now is we're we're looking for about a total of about a ten thousand dollar day tomorrow. Uh, at Minnetonka. So that's that's our goal. Walk in. Technology works great. There's no cash. I certainly don't want to be a part of that. Uh, QR code. It's all on the phone. That's Let's beautiful. rock. And uh, and then we'll probably keep it open for you know a week even too because uh, kids are wearing the t-shirts, bouncing around. And I think the word's actually just getting out this week. Do you guys have, uh, with that, just asking from an online perspective that um, is available for someone to go to if they can't get here to get to the yep. QR code. Uh, and I'd be happy to take that for the MN Hockey TV. Yep. We just did a thing for Hopkins at Team Tucker. Uh, they were able to raise 15000 for for that great cause for kids with cancer. Um, I'd like to do the same thing for this on our website as well. Yeah, and, and Wags, as I'm looking at it right now on my phone, I'm going to forward it to you. It's it's uh, through a, a group called Vanco Events. Okay. Uh, it, it's got a link. You scroll down, you get to the tickets, you can buy a t-shirt if you want a t-shirt, or you just scroll down and you can do any increment of donations from $5, dollars $7,500. $7, you can put down a grand if you want to put down a grand, and it's going to the one spot, uh, and it's specifically just for this cause. And uh, we're really fortunate that we have that all set up already. Uh, it's dated for tomorrow on Saturday the 29th, but I think we'll probably keep it open for the rest of the week. Good. We'll leave it uh, Yeah, I think it'll be a good thing. So I'll be sending this, and you can put it on the website. Awesome. And if anybody's got any questions, uh, I don't say this very often, feel free to email Whoa! me or call me. I don't have my cell phone out. <laughs> but, you know, this is a strong thing for me. Tom, Tom and I are, are good friends. We've seen this come through, not only the community and coaches. I've only been here five years, but I've already dealt with a couple things. Uh, you know, 25 years of coaching, you can only imagine how many times I've been in some of these situations. Um, I, I feel like now I'm equipping myself mm -hmm. to help, to do it the right way, rather than just kind of put my hands up and, and, and start praying about it. Now, now I'm actually 
uh, putting things in action. And thankfully, we had some guys at, at the high end, like a Mike McMillan, with the high school league and the coaches association, help with the Minnesota Wild. We're putting some resources behind it. And then you got, you know, Mark Wick, who's willing to travel around and train everybody. Wow. We're solving problems now. And this is a good thing. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to end up perfect. We understand that things are going to not, not always end the right way. But we do feel like we're actually equipping ourselves to solve problems. It's one thing to talk about it. It's a whole other thing to do it. Yep. And that's really what your group um, from the Coaches Association have done. And then, honestly, this is the first I've heard of it anywhere. So um, I think from a public awareness that, that this is really important and big to get out. And uh, I'm, I'm pleased that we can do that here. Well, if we got platforms, let's use them. And uh, let's be honest, like, uh, you know, you travel nationally, you travel even in other areas of the region. There's nothing stronger than the hockey community in Minnesota. There just isn't. People rally around each other. I've seen a lot of different areas, whether, you know, we've been through a couple tough things in our program lately. And, uh, you know, our hockey community knows how to rally around each other. Special for they you. really do. And it's a tight-knit community. Nobody gets left behind. So let's step to the front. Let's do it the right way. If we just if we have a ton of success with this, then I think it's going to kind of blow up and go into other sports. And then suddenly now it kind of gets back to the old days where, you know, the high school is where you start your help. Yep. You know, you got yep. counselors, you got teachers that care, you got coaches that care, and a, a lot of these kids, um, that might be their first outlet. So let's 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 own it. Let's take some ownership on this, and then let's have a, a you know, a little bit of action plan. And as I tell my guys, you know, resiliency is all about ownership and response mechanism. Well, we're owning it now. Let's put a let's put a, put a positive response on this, and let's make something happen. I'm ready, man. Let's go. Yeah, let's you go. got me ready to I'm go. On, fired up. Well, Coach Goldsworthy, absolutely getting it done on Goldie's podcast. So I'll be watching for the information. Come out to the rink, uh, enjoy a couple of great games, and uh, go ahead and please donate to this incredible cause. Increase mental health awareness. With Minnetonka Skippers and other teams, but especially the Minnetonka Skippers coming up Saturday. The is that twenty eighth tomorrow. 29th. Check 29th. that. 29th. That's why I wasn't sure. The 29th. Uh, for Tom Streeter and Sean Goldsworth and Pete Wagner. So long, everybody.